I got sauce, boy, I'm lost. I'm grinding and rapping till I can score my mom. We chucking up threes with the score wrong pause. I'm dabbing in my field like a four yard loss. Nobody smooth as the kid on the mic. Drinking and traveling, sampling flights. Smoking on cannabis, handling life. You don't even know what the lavish is like. I'm from the opposite dimension. No, and I forgot to mention I've been jotting every second with the plot that need progressing. I'm a hypersonic weapon. I'll be gone in 60 seconds. You be smart to keep it stepping. This is not the part of stress. And I've been locked up in detention. Everybody know the kid. Built like a polar bear. Always dropping cold this shit. And I think it's so What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Milton Sports Corner Podcast. I'm Kyle Fulbright, along with Cody Mola and Curtis Redman. How you guys doing today? Doing good, doing good. Good to be uh, talking about upcoming events. What are you doing, Kyle? I asked you first. Oh, I asked you second. I'm doing great. That's good. How are you doing? All right. Got a haircut. Me too. Yeah. Yep. Cody, doing good. No haircut. Thing no haircut. Ever sleep. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much it. You know, just hanging in there. Just chilling. Living the dream. Nice. Hot Gavin's dime. <laughs> All right. Uh, had some sad news today. We had baseball legend Hank Aaron uh, passing away uh, this morning. The I think he had what he have seven hundred fifty. Five, I think five. He runs in his career. Um, sure, fire Hall of Famer. Uh, that video of his like 715th home run passing Babe Ruth is like one of the top like baseball videos I think of all time. Like the fans running on the field with them, yeah. running the bait, rounding second, and then Vince Goley like on the call there. It was all pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. You know, you can like I can just picture that scene right now in my head. You've seen it so many times. You can hear it. Um, swing and drive and fans are on the field <laughs> yeah definitely a sad day um sad day for dodger fans today also some dodger fans uh kike uh heading to boston um utility player for the dodgers it was kind of known that he was going to leave he signed i think a two-year like 15 million dollar deal with the red sox but uh his top, he had a few top moments. I think he had, what was it, three home runs in the 2017 NLCS? Yeah, clincher. three in that one game. Like a grand slam. And then this year, the tied the game in the seventh and the 20, in the game seven of the NLCS this year. Yeah. So some of the biggest Dodger moments for a utility player there. So pretty cool. Uh, you guys traded him for Mookie, though. You got a year out of a man traded him. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. We'll take it. We'll take spent it. Spent a bit more money, but yeah. <laughs> With Verdugo now. Just a tad more. Uh, lastly, sad day, Charger fans too. <laughs> My boy Phil Rivers, the most lovable and hateable player of all time, I think, right there. See, Phil Rivers. I mean, I love playing him. You know, yeah. guaranteed late game interception. See, Phil Rivers, you, you love him 75% and hate him 25%. It's like his games, you love him for through three quarters and you hate him in the fourth. He'll get you, he'll get you to the fourth in a one score game, two minutes left. Phil Rivers driving down the field at the end, and you can just count on something bad happening. If you ever got Chargers plus uh, more than seven, you take it because it's going to be within one score with Phil. Oh, for sure, because you can count on. You used to be able to count on a Phil something like something funny. Three touchdowns, two interceptions, three hundred yards. No, 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 he would throw like four hundred. This guy would lead the league <laughs> in passing almost every year, but also in picks, he would. He'd be a freaking. He's like baseball's forty forty, but in the NFL, <laughs> him and Jameis. <laughs> Nah, only Javis has the 40-40. Yeah, <laughs> but definitely uh, 
probably going to be a hall of famer probably going to be an announcer next um i kind of just like announcer I he's going to be a coach well, he's starting his family he's just starting his family now yeah he's just starting his family that's right <laughs> yeah phil i think the dumbest moment i remember him is when they were playing i think the chiefs on monday night football i think it was monday night football and they had a lead they were just running clock this guy fumbles the snap i think they were knee i don't know if they were running or knee fumbles the snap and they lose the game when they're just running clock at the end. Like the Chiefs, had, I think they were playing the Chiefs. I'm pretty sure. Fumbles. And was this snap. Ryan Matthews days or? I think it might have been before that. This was a I don't remember game. this at all. Long time ago. Fumbles the snap, they lose. And then there's just so many games like that. There was they I'm opened. Glad your, your memories are good memories. They opened the, with the Texans one year in Monday Night Football, and he lost that game. Then the the year they missed the playoffs by one game, I think to the Dolphins, they lost the game to the Jags that year. Where he did some dumb stuff. That the- dolphin year, what was that? Twenty fourteen, maybe three or four years ago. Yeah. Well, one of them, I remember the game where uh, Kiko Alonso caught a pick six at the end to win. We were, I was actually at that game, and I just remember going nuts, just Philip watching him shake his head all the way down the sideline. Yeah, he had some good moments though, but it was it was time. It was time for Phil to like a most lovable and hateable player. Of all time, I think, at least for me. I can think of a few bills that I hate more. <laughs> but you don't also love them? No, I don't. I don't think I ever loved – I mean, I love playing Phil, but I didn't hate him. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess that only comes when you're a fan of, you know, that team. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, Drew Brees looks like he's going to be next. He, he played through all those injuries this year and just didn't look like – old Drew Brees and I don't know if he can ever get back to that so I think it's time for him also he's done yeah um then last player here big Ben Ben Phil Eli all from the same draft I think Breeze was a year before yeah Breeze was supposed to be done even before they got started with yeah. his uh shoulder according to a few of uh, our favorite team's doctors here <laughs> but yeah um Look, Ben might be next. They signed uh, Dwayne Haskins. Shout out the nosebleeds for. It, they signed him. Yeah. They signed him to a futures contract. He's not even on the team. <laughs> because this is what my dad said. This they said uh, they were ready to give him uh, a job or as a quarterback, but he was so bad in the interview they had to sign him to a futures only. Like how how dumb can you be? I'm not surprised. But yeah, I'm not surprised either. I mean got himself cut from one of the worst run franchises in the whole NFL so yeah he goes from a top 20 or whatever 15 10 pick to getting cut two three years later he'll be he'll be out of the league soon yeah for <laughs> sure he has his money uh then last year we had a little update on the nosebleeds uh, pick contest yeah Kurtz uh we've been doing a little just a straight up winner um, with the nosebleeds. Uh, you can find all the picks on social media, but uh, Kurt's leading the way. He's nine and one, I think, through two two rounds and uh, needs to win one to, to officially clinch a win in the last three. Super Bowl matchup still alive. Super Bowl prediction yeah. is still alive. BNB. BNB. Airbnb. Gonna bet on the games this weekend? Maybe. Probably not. All right. Uh, we had divisional round last week. Uh, unless you've been living under a rock, you probably know who won. But uh, what was your guys' biggest surprise of 
Super Divisional card weekend. Cody? Well, the first one is going to be uh, from the first game, and Jared Goff actually played one of the better games of his life with the nine fingers and uh, in the freezing cold. Maybe they could have um, helped him. That's what I said. Remember, that's what I said last week. He's going to ice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he uh, – I – Game pretty much went as I thought. I didn't think they were going to be able to score over 17 points, but they uh, won better with 18 um, with a dope two-point play, which they stole from uh, Adam Gase in the Dolphin days. But, um, yeah, I mean, Goff wasn't the reason they lost, which was kind of a first in uh, maybe his whole career. But defense just couldn't keep up. And then uh, second most surprising thing, I'm going to say is the Browns defense on Sunday morning versus the Chiefs um, held the, held them to a lot of field goals, which is what you need to do to stay in the game. And I think they exceeded everyone's expectations. But um, then again, it's not too surprising because I kind of thought that was the reason they would be in the game with uh, their defensive coordinator um, having the game plan versus the Chiefs in the Super Bowl last year and did a pretty good job as well. But um, given the circumstances and the pieces they had, they Gave themselves a chance to win. So, Kurt, uh, I'd say my biggest surprise was uh, was Drew Brees. I mean, I know, like, I'm sure a lot weren't expecting a ton from him just because he was uh, he was hurt and stuff from off his rib injury, and the week before he didn't look as good. But uh, I don't think anyone really expected him to go out there and throw three picks against the Bucks. Throw two or three. Oh. Yeah, I was oh, I thought you were, sorry. Kyle was expecting it, remember? He gave out a little yeah, Kyle knew. Kyle knew he's gonna throw at least one. So good job for Kyle for that. But I don't think anyone expects him to throw three. And uh especially in what could have been his last game at the uh the Superdome. Well last game in general. Or in general, yeah. Yeah. If for me sticking with the same game, I had the Bucks D. Uh they made they did every, their run D was stopping Kamara, they were they had three picks of Breeze and Devin White just looked like one of the best play, defensive players in the league in what his second season I think. Mm-hmm. All making tackles, I think he had a pick also. Uh, and their secondary looked good too. Uh, held Michael Thomas zero catches. Carlton, big Carlton out there. Uh, Carlton, by the way, not verified on Twitter. Weird. Tweeted about Michael really? Thomas. And I didn't even know it was him because he wasn't verified. Shout <laughs> out uh, Carlton. Verified in the IST realm, though. Yep, yep. But at least see if uh, they can keep it going this week uh, against the Packers. A little taller task this week. Um, see if they can do that. They get Vita Vita back. I don't know if he's actually going to play, though. But uh, that would be good for their defense if he can come back. And then lastly, what was your biggest letdown of the week? Uh, I'll start with uh, shout-out Kush, the Ravens. <laughs> Ravens had all the hype going into this week. They're like, oh, Bills can't stop the run. Bills can't run. And the Ravens defense shut down the Titans, who had a good running back. And they just looked like crap. They scored three points. Lamar threw a pick. The crazy thing is, is they had a chance to win still. Like, without that pick six, they're down one score. And Yeah, I mean, their their defense only gave up ten points. So Justin Tucker, two missed field goals. Uh Al Michaels, shout out Al Michaels, four mile an hour wind when the winds were just howling. <laughs> I don't know how the hell he said four mile an hour when the flags were, you couldn't even read them because they were blowing so fast. Uh, but yeah, that Ravens just looked like crap. Lamar looked like crap. Huntley looked better than Lamar. 
overthrew Marquise just because he had a rocket arm. Shout out Bradshaw. And uh, they may they didn't even let Mark Ingram on the field, so they didn't even let him dress. Well, he's gone now, so he can't dress for them again. He can dress in all the jerseys you see, guys. Yeah, yeah that's pretty cool, though. That's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> all those. And then second here, the Rams D. Uh, they knew coming in Aaron Donald wasn't 100%, but even when he was off the field against the Seahawks, it was the Seahawks, though, but they still they looked good that game. Uh, but Packers just made them look look silly. Uh, the all the plays they ran, like even made Jalen Ramsey look dumb. There was just nothing like he. It wasn't really his fault. Just the play design was just good by the Packers, but they just made them look dumb that game. And uh, shout out Chargers' new head coach, Rams D. <laughs> Big Brandon. But yeah, it just shows how important he is and why he's worth every penny that he got, even though it was a lot of money. He's top two, three players in the NFL, and that proved especially well. at that position too. Yeah, it proved it last week how important even just a guy on defense is to a team. Kurt? Uh, yeah, I'm going to pretty much say the same thing. You uh, you went over with the Rams D, I think. They, they had one of the – I think it was the best defense in the NFL. And I guess we, could, we just saw what happened when they played a really good offense and Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams and all those guys. I mean – they had all those guys on Sorry. on skates. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, like you said, I mean, he couldn't really do too much, and you could tell, you could definitely tell he was frustrated though. And so it was just, I guess it was just good uh, play calling by the Packers, and all in all. My biggest letdown is going to be the uh, Saints um, in terms of gambling and uh, yeah, just flat out football, um, and then. I just realized this, like when I was thinking, I was like, we, I give Goff and Lamar like a hard time for not being able to throw the ball outside the numbers and deep. And literally I'm over here picking Drew Brees, but he, he's the same thing. He can't throw the ball deep outside the numbers. So I literally, I was just banking on their defense and, and thinking he'd be efficient. And, uh, but yeah, Brees, I mean, it's kind of been that way all year, especially now with the injury. Um, you can definitely tell the arm strength isn't there to get it outside the numbers, and, and that really limits the playbook because the only big play they had over 20 yards passing, Jameis had to come in and throw the ball. So, um, yeah, so I, I guess I kind of got to call myself out for for not for giving Breeze too much credit. Um, but, yeah, just the Saints in general. Uh, the, the second half, uh, come out and score with a touchdown on the first drive and then get a stop, and then Jared Cook basically fumbled the game away and uh, I think four of their last five possessions were turnovers so yeah they um, their defense wasn't great but they the uh, Bucks offense like wasn't really great all game they had short uh, field, was the only I think yeah. like three scoring drives and they had like 60 yards or something like the, yeah at the end they like, the, the cook fumble was like inside the 50 I think the and they were about to go drive and then the two picks yeah yeah they ran those back and yeah Brady wasn't like the passing stats were terrible for both quarterbacks in the first half and then the like the Saints as a team didn't play bad it was just goes back to Jared well Jared Cook had a fumble and then that last possession which was probably already over a two-score game but he, they had that ball tip off his hands yeah but that game for him but yeah as a whole the Saints aren't a bad team and maybe they'll be better with uh Jameis 
Famous Jameis. Either Jameis or uh, they got Garrett Grayson. Who knows what Sean Payton does with that guy? But they know you know how much he likes Taysom Hill. So yeah, I think I, I think know. he'll use Taysom the same way and another year, like a having a true off season, maybe with Jameis, um, mm-hmm. kind of will help too. And uh, who knows? We'll see what happens. But um, I think without Breeze, it's going to be. They're not going to be as favored as they usually are going into a season, but they still got a really good team. Yeah, it'll be interesting if Michael Thomas stays or gets traded, too. Uh, well, if no breeze, he might want to stay. Yeah. Go draft uh, receiver, tight end, something. I don't know, but their defense is definitely good, so there's maybe a couple more pieces. Their O-line's good. They got Kamara, so maybe a receiver Repeat. or two, and they'll be uh, back in it. They can keep Jameis around. Only time will tell. Yeah. All right. Moving on here to the conference championship weekend. A couple stats here. We have home teams are 10 10 and four against the spread in this round since 2013. A lot of ones and two seeds that usually the two seed has a bye in the first round. So they only had one game that they won then get there. Then teams that did not have a bye are one and five against the spread since 2013. So that's kind of crazy because it shows only six teams did not have a bye so that means all the rest of the teams were one and two seeds that just won their first game yeah i mean with the old old format the ones and twos had a huge advantage um Mm -hmm. getting that extra week off and in the chief's case you know two weeks off because they they rest people anyway but uh yeah Yeah. this this round usually is you know much more intense than all the others because obviously a trip to super bowl is on the line so yeah and uh Last year proved it. The Dolphins uh, played a part. Yeah, in, uh, in knocked. The- uh, pretty much off. ended. Mm-hmm. Ended the Patriot dynasty right there. Yeah, and that referee is back again for a conference championship. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But yeah, that's a. Uh, and then this round too, you get late in January. You get those good teams that are playing in these uh, not great weather sites, so you see some cool, cool weather sometimes. Usually in Foxborough. Usually. Usually this week's in Foxborough for sure. <laughs> yeah, but now we don't have Tier Bon Jovi, so it's okay. It's all good. <laughs> all right, moving on to the games. First game, Packers Bucks. We have Brady versus Rogers. I think it's expecting to snow. Uh, we know Brady won't really care about that, even though he's been living in Florida. And but who knows how the rest of the Bucks, if the Bucks other players have even seen snow before? I don't even know. <laughs> If, yeah, we're gonna find out. Could be like Lamar last week, uh, first experience in some snow, and uh, the field uh, will be frozen. We can assure that. So just get the right cleats on. Yeah, we know Rogers will be ready. Brady will definitely be ready. Uh, I think a big matchup is gonna be the Bucks DBs versus Devonte Adams. Like every week, if you can shut the Rams weren't able to shut him down, and they weren't really able to shut anyone down. But uh, <laughs> if they can shut him down, like they shut Michael Thomas down. That would be big for them, but the Packers do have other weapons, and Rodgers kind of makes weapons out of guys, even if they aren't the best of players. Yeah, I think this is also a different aspect where you have a quarterback that can actually throw the ball to the to the number one target too. Um, you know, Breeze was very, you know, had some problems, but um, Rodgers, I mean, there's no limits for what he can do on the on the field with the football and put it any spot from any arm angle um off the back foot whatever so uh Devontae is going to be getting at least seven targets and if it's Carlton guarding them or if it's 
uh, Sean or whoever else, Jamal Dean over there, they, they're all going to have their hands full no matter what their, their plan is. Yeah. Uh, the Bucks D did get a little banged up last game, their secondary. I think Carlton went out. Murphy Bunting went out at one point. So we'll see how healthy uh, they are. But definitely, Ed. Um, also, no Antonio Brown. I don't know how big of a difference that's really going to make because the Bucks have Evans Godwin and then they have Scotty Miller and then what's up, Johnson, that guy that made that catch last week. That yeah, Tyler. Good. Oh, yeah. He's sweet. supposed to be pretty they have, they have Mark's new favorite player, Cameron Brait. Great. <laughs> Cameron Brait, Gronk. But I think Gronk, yeah. Jair will probably stay on Mike Evans. So he'll have another fun week out there. And yeah, I Mike think- Evans uh, kind of non-existent other than within the, the five-yard range last week, which paid off. But um, I think their offense will probably try to run the ball more than throw because they Packers run, run defense isn't very, very good, but it's been good as of late. And then, uh, I mean, Fournette and Rojo combined, that's a that's a good two-headed monster right there. And uh, Brady doesn't have a problem with handing it off. He just wants to win. So that's their best source of offense then so be it they'll let Lenny eat and uh Rojo yeah they they kind of ran well on the Saints last week they had a run called back too that was like 50 or 60 yards mm-hmm. um I think Ronald Jones had that he kind of got hurt on a little bit but yeah uh yeah see. we'll see it definitely lining up to be a big game for Chris Godwin I think yeah he um needs to He's been having a little bit of drop problems. He dropped one, I think, last week too. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's going to be the probably the most targeted player in this offense, and uh, he should be able to to pick up the slack. I mean, with or without, I mean, it's for sure without Antonio Brown now. But um, they've played more than half the games without Antonio, so it's nothing new. Yeah. All right. Uh, best we get our uh, ref update for the game. Yep, we got. The controversial one here, Cleet Blakeman. Um, I couldn't believe this record when I when I had to look it up, but I knew it was big time Packer fan. Uh, since becoming a head referee in 2010, doing Packer games, the Packers are 11 and three in these games. Um, that's including playoffs too, and uh, a handful of those have ended in very controversial fashion, um, especially protecting the quarterback Rodgers. Uh, if you guys remember the Monday night game against the Lions where they called two phantom like hits to the head on Trey Flowers and another guy, and it wasn't even close. But I think that's because Cleet played quarterback in college at Kurt's favorite school, Nebraska. So he's a big quarterback guy. And uh, um, so, yeah, he's a big Rodgers fan, too. But in those three losses, Rodgers was hurt for two of those games. So Rodgers is pretty much 11 and one with Cleet Blakeman as a referee. So got to love it. Only uh, bad thing, though, about this for the Packers is this season, the home team's only won 46% of Cleet's games. Um, as I said, he's done plenty of big games in the last uh, couple of years, probably because he throws the least amount of flags all around. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, and then on the other side, Brady is 5-5 five and five with Cleet as a referee. Um, but the last two times he's done a Brady game, it's been in the AFC championship and Brady won both those. So um, the first one was against the Jaguars with portals and all that. And then last year it was against the, the chiefs. All right. We'll so see. we're going to see some controversy. I guarantee it. This one. I hate Cleet. So I can't wait to see him. <laughs> <myself. laughs> 
can't wait. Can't wait for the refs. Uh, first time seeing them out of the coin toss. Best part of the game. <laughs> All right, moving on here. Some betting stats. We have uh, Aaron Rodgers twelve six and one against the spread in his postseason career. It's, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Decent. All three meetings between these QBs have gone to the under. Mm. Well, but obviously different. It's Brady in New England, and uh, that's, yeah, in the past. So, yeah, they haven't met that many times. And then here's an interesting one. Since 2017, all games played in 30-degree weather or colder went over in the total, though, oh. which seems a little weird because you just assume snow when it's 30 degrees or under, but I guess it doesn't really necessarily mean Got that. It depends on the wind. So yeah. Wind is more important than the snow. Shout out Al, Al Michaels. But yeah, it's interesting. So uh, this game's definitely lining up to be under 30 degrees, probably in the 20s, and probably see some snow. So get to those picks here. We have the over under set at 52. Uh, who do you guys have winning and over or under? Um, I have the Packers this week. I think they're minus three, right? Three, three and, and a half. half so it, I bet it gets back to three by game time. So um, if you want a three and a half ticket, you better do it before uh, Sunday morning. Because um, I think, I mean, there's a, the public loves both these quarterbacks. So who knows where the money is going to go. A lot will go to Brady still though. But I think the Packers win. Um, I think Rodgers is just too dominant. And um, yes, the Bucks have a very good run defense, but uh, pass defense, they're kind of middle of the road. And uh I think just Rodgers in general is a whole different animal. Um, yeah, they shut him down earlier in the year when they played, but Rodgers got out to a quick start in that game, 10-0, and then he threw a pick, and then he was kind of just uninterested the rest of the game. So they kind of got blown out, and I'm sure he's going to be hungry for revenge on that. And uh, I just like the way the Packers are playing all altogether. Um, and uh, they got, we said Adams on the outside, but A.J. Dillon, if he could hold on to the ball, he'd probably be a bruising running back. And then uh, – Aaron Jones to can beat you with both the receiving and rushing. So Packers win, Packers cover, and I'm going to go over the total of this one. Um, I think both teams are going to score a lot um, enough to be over 52. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say the Bucks. The Bucks are going to come out as underdogs and win this game. Um, I just think you have to take them. I have to. Yeah. yeah, I have to because my Super Bowl prediction, but I also just think they're going to win also as well. Um, I mean, Brady does have a lot of weapons to use and Mike Evans, Godwin, uh, Braid, all those guys. And then the uh, the running back duo as well is pretty, pretty damn good. Um, I mean, it is hard to pick against Aaron Rodgers because he does Aaron Rodgers things all the time, but so does Tom Brady. Tom Brady is, is just Tom Brady. The one thing that does uh, scare me, though, is um, last week Lil Wayne came out with the green and yellow song. <laughs> and uh, last time, little fact here, last time uh, he made a green and yellow song about the Packers, the Packers went on to win the Super Bowl. So uh, just keep that in mind as well. But I do think the Bucks are going to win. And I think we're going to see the under in this game. All right. Yeah, I've kind of been going back and forth. Uh... I had the Bucks at first, but I think at three and a half, maybe go with the Bucks. But at three, for sure, the Packers. I do think the Packers win no matter what. But uh, if it's at three and a half, maybe take the Bucks with the points. Um, 
I don't know. I feel like it's going to be close, but the Packers could easily blow about. But I also think the Bucks last week, like they didn't play a great game. They beat the Saints who played even, an even worse game. And I feel like to be Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, especially this time of year, you have to play way better than that. And I don't know if they have that in them. And I think Rodgers can easily pick apart their secondary. They were a little banged up last week, so we don't know how healthy they're actually going to be. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's going to be close. Uh, I do think the under will hit um, under 52, but definitely a close game. Hard to pick, but I'll go with the Packers. I'll go with the Packers. Definitely at three, three and a half, probably. Um, if it got over like to four or five, then maybe go with the Bucks for sure. But I don't think I don't see it going over three and a half. Yeah. Yeah, but definitely uh, should be good game Uh oh all right moving on here bills versus chiefs we have patrick mahomes was cleared off the concussion protocol i don't what i've been hearing is the concussion wasn't the concern it's the turf toe which yeah what always concerned about his foot now doesn't like seem bad but i've heard turf toe is like one of the worst things especially for a running quarterback they don't know like how mobile he's gonna be able to be uh at the end of lot like last week you could kind of tell they weren't really they still kind of did some runs with them, but they might not have the designed little runs where he takes hits and where he's designed to run. And it, him not being able to run really limits him playing, I feel like. Uh, yeah, because a lot of their game is improv. I mean, yeah. Mahomes is scrambling a lot. You know, whenever you see those big – most of those yeah. big plays are created by him moving around and, you know, Kelsey, finding I mean, Kelsey. Kelsey, Kelsey, Kelsey. <laughs> but, yeah, so Mahomes, if he's a drop back, in the pocket like he's still obviously one of the best quarterbacks in the league and he can throw the ball 80 yards to Tyreek Hill but it definitely limits how good they are in the Bills secondary Bills defense in general is not the best so Mahomes no matter what should be able to have a field day I assume with the defense but will be interesting I'll probably see right away like how healthy he really is in the first quarter definitely yeah I mean back on the turf toe I mean we saw Devontae Adams miss almost the whole year with it last year and we've seen Julio, but I mean, those guys are, are breaking their toes every time they, they run a route and Mahomes isn't really running routes. And I don't know why they design runs for Mahomes, but I get it. Keeps the offense diversified and adds some flavor. But um, after he dislocated his knee, I don't know why they keep doing it. So they need to get a taste in Kansas city and just, they got Chad Henney. Come on. Now. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. On, you are one game away from the Super Bowl, but you also are, have $500 million invested in this guy. So like if he goes out there, gets hit and is hurt, like, I don't know how you, like, obviously you don't get these chances that often, but you just assume like they're going to be back. So I don't know how much they're really going to want Mahomes to take hits and how much they would let him play through like an injury like that, that could uh, hurt his career. Like obviously when you're this far, you want to win, but you have all. I think you hit the nail on the head. You don't know when you get these chances. Like Mm -hmm. you see so much turnover every year and, and almost every sport. I mean, getting to this, this spot is, it's almost like we're taking it for granted that we're seeing Mahomes there again, like, Mm -hmm. and then Rogers and Brady, like that's not normal, but so. Yeah, definitely. Um, Should be a close, good game. Uh, A lot of offense you assume, but uh, who who is uh, calling the game? So for this one, we got last year's Super Bowl ref, Bill Vinovich. Um, guy's done two Super Bowls, one in 2015 and last year, um, which Mahomes won. And then uh, he's done four. This is going to be his fourth conference championship game. Um, no, he's done four, I believe. 
or I don't know, whatever. The last one he was in ended in big time controversy with the no call in New Orleans against the Rams. Um, Tommy Lee Lewis got absolutely destroyed at the goal line and they didn't call the penalty. Uh, so, yeah, so you can expect more of that from Bill, uh, even though he doesn't call very many flags. In fact, from last year, he's lowered his total flags from 13 down to 11. So uh, two less calls a game. And he has most of his uh, his original crew. It's not really a full all-star crew for this weekend. Um, so we can pretty much expect some consistency from Bill. But uh, overall, Bill's a pretty good referee, in my opinion. I'm not an expert, but I try to be. And then, <laughs> only on Twitter. Only on Twitter, yeah. And uh, so we should see a pretty well-called game. I don't expect a lot of flags, but if there's going to be an, any controversy, I think it'll be in Cleet's game. So we shouldn't expect a lot of flags in either game then, right? Uh, unless it comes down to Rodgers getting hit in the head. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, and uh, home team's big advantage with Bill, 60% win percentage. All right. We'll see uh, how Mahomes does. Uh, Mahomes, uh, with him playing, Chiefs have won 11 straight games. I think their only losses to the yeah, Raiders. And then Raiders. they probably won like 20. I think they've won like 20-something. of. Like They've lost that one game, but before that, they had not lost in a while. Yeah, we saw that. He put that stat up uh, last week. Three crazy. of 24. But – He's only four and seven against the spread. He hasn't covered a game since I don't even know. <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously, the most weeks they're like 10 point favorites and 12 point favorites. Yeah, that is uh interesting. Oh, shout out Huntington Beach right there. <laughs> Tito, what'd you do? Shout out Huntington wind, Beach. The yeah, the Chiefs, though, this is interesting. Have a losing against the spread record this year seven and 10. No team has ever won the Super Bowl with a losing against the spread record. Uh, interesting yeah it's a good fact bills are four and one against the spread this year as a underdog and they have won four straight so they had their first underdog they lost and then they won the rest and in this round teams favor by three or less points are zero and three in the last 10 seasons which is crazy why there's only in the last 10 seasons three teams that were favored by three or less points in this round seems weird because you feel like they were I mean, close? if you like going back, I mean, we had the Chiefs last year. That game was pretty close, I think, and spread hopefully mine. And then we had the Jaguars Patriots one, which I think was nearly double digits, maybe. Yeah. Um, the boat versus the goat. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, this round, I think, like historically has been dominated by one seeds. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess when you have the Patriots in there every year, they yeah. were probably favorites and you had the fluke. Like, if you always get a flute, like the Jaguars in there or something like that. Mm-hmm. The Jets were in one in the last 10 years yeah. with my neighbor. Mark Sanchez, Adam Mark Sanchez. The Jets. That was probably the year they beat the Chargers in the playoffs. Yeah, the butt play. fumble. Not the butt fumble, but they, they were in there with their defense. Yeah. And then last year, Buffalo has an eight-game win streak. So, streak's getting broken this week. Uh, we will, let's see, uh, picks for this game. I have... Buffalo winning. Um, I do have the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. If Mahomes was fully healthy, I would for sure pick the Chiefs to win and cover, but I just don't know how healthy he really is. And the, if it was just a concussion, it'd be fine, but the turf toe is a scary thing. And I know how much Mahomes relies on his mobility and just like creating plays and his receivers getting open. And I don't know how much he's going to be able to do that. And also the Chiefs, they've won all these games close um, recently. 
and they've squeaked out wins, but they're playing like like the Browns, Falcons, those kind of teams, the AFC West, which wasn't great this year. Now they're playing the Bills, uh, who have been a wagon at times. So we'll see how good they really are. And they have been very bad in the red zone. They have been – and then, you know, when you get in the red zone, if you're on the – What yard is it? Whatever it is, to get Harrison Butker, a 33-yard field goal, <laughs> he's not making it. So I think kicking is going to be important this game, and the Bills definitely have an edge in that category. My boy Tyler Bass has been a wagon, freaking going crazy after he makes kicks. But if it is – Shout out Georgia Southern well, kicker. <laughs> if it is over 50, Butker will probably make it if it's against the Chargers. But uh, I have the Bills winning in the over of 54. I think it's going to be a shootout, uh, a lot of points. Uh Neither defense is great. I think the Chiefs are like 19th or 20th in like past defense or overall defense, and the Bills aren't great either. So we'll see. And I think Clyde should be back this week. So that'll be big for Mahomes uh, if Clyde does play. And Sammy Watkins should be playing too. So getting him back. Revenge game for Sammy. Yeah. Getting him back because besides last week, he didn't really throw to anybody besides Tyreek, Kelsey, and then like Nicole, but then like Liv Bell had – Rocks for hand. Lev was non-existent. He was non-existent. So getting Clyde, no Sammy's big. Week or anything. So I think uh, even if Kansas City does squeak out a win, I think it stays within like three or so. Uh, but I will go with the Bills and the over. Kurt? All right. Well, you already know I'm going to be choosing the uh, Buffalo Bills out here against the Chiefs. I mean, pretty much what Kyle was saying uh, with with Mahomes is uh, – his foot, turf toe, whatever. So yeah, that that injury is just so weird because it doesn't sound like it's that bad, but apparently it's it's a really sucky injury to have when you're running around. And uh, yeah, but if he can't if he can't use his legs and get out of the pocket, and where that's kind of a lot of a lot where a lot of their big plays come from. And last week he did have a rushing touchdown and all that. I think if that's gonna if that's gonna, not gonna happen as much because of the injury. Um, the uh, Buffalo defense will be able to do a little bit better. And I know both defenses aren't the best. So I think we're going to see a good old-fashioned shootout. Um, two quarterbacks that can let it fly. I think it'll be a fun game to watch, but I think the Bills are going to win. And I think we're going to see over 54 points. I'm going opposite of both of you on both of those. Um, I think the Chiefs, um, even with Mahomes being a little dinged up, uh, he's just so – so special with what he can do throwing even in the pocket and uh you know Andy's gonna have a bunch of gadget plays where he just hands it off to Tyreek or Mecole and uh Kelsey will be can Kelsey can go over the middle the Bills linebackers have struggled a little bit this year covering tight ends um most of that was because Matt Milano's been out for most of the year but um Kelsey's the best tight end in the league and um I don't know if there's anybody that can really cover him and then defensively for the Chiefs, uh, saw Tyron get some big – the guys made big plays in all the playoff games the last couple of years for them. And I think uh, Josh Allen hasn't been looking as smooth as we saw him in, in the season, uh, even last week. Yeah, it was windy and stuff too, but um, I just think he's going to pull like a Baker did and not see Tyron over the middle late one time, and that's going to be the difference. Um, but the Chiefs defense can get beat. Um, we've seen it happen, you know, all year with Dolphins coming back. We even saw Herbert put some points up against them. So it could be a shootout, but I just think 
to protect Mahomes a little bit, they'll try to run the ball. Clyde had his best game of the year against them. So, um, and Daryl has been looking like a good solid number two back. I think he'll play over Lev actually. And then the Bills, I think we'll see Josh Allen use his legs a lot more. So it'll keep the clock running. So that's why I'm going with the under. All right. Uh, there's our picks for right there. We'll move on. Picks of the week here. Lock of the week. Uh, I'll start here. I have the Bucks. I've been going back and forth. But I think it's at three. <laughs> I the Packers at three. Uh, I just think, like we said before, Aaron Rodgers, too good. They'll be winning, have a late cover, do something at the end. They'll win by three. I'm going to go. Oh, go for it, Cody. <laughs> I'm lucky to Packers again this week. Uh, I just think they're the hottest team right now and playing the best and Rogers at home is, is almost money. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and go with uh, the bills plus three and a half. Um, yeah. It's going to be a big shootout that game, but bills, are, I think the bills are going to win actually, but we'll say for just for the lock's sake, we'll say plus three and a half. All right. Parlay of the weekend, Cody. Favorites um, Packers and chiefs cover. We, I got the opposite of that. So I got the uh, Bills and the Bucks. And then along with that, we got the Bills and the Chiefs over. I got a can't lose teaser. And it wouldn't have lost last week if it wasn't for the Ravens. Shout out Coach again. We have the Bills. Well, I think it's at, it's at three and a half now, plus nine and a half. Bucks plus nine and a half. And the Bucks um, under of 58. Bucks and the Packers under 58. And the Bills. Chiefs over of 48 would be it when it at six points. So that's can't lose right there. They're not Bucks aren't gonna lose by by 10. Let's hope. Um, keep it a one score game at least. And then the Bills also, that game will be close and they'll be scoring some points there. So can't lose. Plus two fifty seven, pretty good. All can't right. lose. Underdog to win. Uh come with I have the Bills. I think Kurt has the Bills and Bucks. Uh who do you got this weekend, Cody? I have no underdog winning in the NFL, so we're going to go MMA main event for Saturday. I'm going to go ahead and take Dustin. Um, I haven't been watching MMA for uh, just over, what, eight months now, and uh, Dustin was probably one of the favorite fighters that I saw fight, and uh, I guess I'm a little bit oblivious because I haven't really seen Connor fight, but I know he's kind of uh, can be in a different sp- headspace, but uh and obviously his left hand has made him quite a few dollars over his lifetime. But I just think Dustin uh, will stand there, take a bunch of punches, and I don't know if he can get knocked out, but um, I'm going to pick Dustin. Yeah, definitely. And UFC, too, it's like if he connects with one punch and, like, you know, McGregor. Yeah, anything anything could change in a minute. And uh, McGregor's not the – like, he's he can be cocky out there, so if he just gets hit and – like obviously McGregor wants to win, but like he's still McGregor if he loses. So Dustin gave him some hot sauce today, so I think Dustin's uh, <laughs> calm and collected. Yeah, and McGregor's definitely looking forward, especially with Khabib being there. Like obviously he's gonna want to put on a show, but he's you know he's looking forward to that fight. Uh, I saw today Dana White like said Khabib like this fight right now is gonna shatter yours and Connor's pay per view 
Like, imagine what another fight with you guys would do. Yeah, Dana's just trying to get some more money, yeah. that's all. <laughs> Definitely, Connor's going to want to put on a show for that, but he might be looking ahead already to that or fighting Logan Paul or something. <laughs> <laughs> Next vacation. Yeah. Moving on your non-NFL bet for the weekend. I have opposite of Cody McGregor winning and over two and a half rounds, just plus 300. A lot of people think the fight's going to end in round one. But I think that... Connor does. Yeah. I, his last fight did. I think his last fight was against Cowboy Cerrone that he knocked him out in like the first 10 seconds or whatever. But I think both fighters are going to realize um, it is a five-round fight, which probably won't happen. But they will um, realize that they're not going to get that knockout quick. So they're going to kind of play it a little safe in the beginning. Neither will probably submit. Well, Poirier could submit McGregor, but McGregor won't. He, I don't. I think his. I don't think he's ever submitted someone. I don't even know if he has. He just knocks people out. So like you know, he won't be doing that. Uh, so they are going to be up, fighting a lot. But I think McGregor wins for sure. And let's just hope they go over two and a half rounds. <laughs> it's the best odds you can get. All right, my non NFL bet. It's not for the weekend. It's a little for the futures uh, bet. Yeah, it's a futures bet for the next, uh, I guess, two months ahead. But um, I got my reasons. I'm going to say right now, I'm going to say Boise State basketball to the Final Four, plus 2,400 right now. And the, the reason I'm saying to do that now is because they're only going to – it's only going to – the odds are only going to get better and you'll make less money. So I'm going to – I'm actually going to put some money on this one. <laughs> I will myself, um, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I to be honest, I haven't watched any of the games, but uh, <laughs> I, have, <laughs> I have been keeping up with them, and they they have been blowing out these Mountain West teams, which and honestly, the, the Mountain West isn't a bad basketball conference. They, they they got some solid teams: San Diego State, Nevada, Utah State isn't bad, but um, they also did play. I think I said this last week too. They played Houston, who's a top ten team, I think, and they played them pretty good the first game of the year and since then they have won every game I think like 12 straight so uh I'm saying they're going to be one of the bigger surprises in when it comes to March Madness and it won't be a surprise to me but maybe for other people and uh Boise State might be a basketball school now I guess we'll never know Caleb Hutchinson yeah they're they're uh they're they're getting they're getting pumped up for basketball down there it's pretty cool to see I'm just going to vouch for Kurt here. Kurt hasn't really watched uh, most of his picks play before he picks them. So, and he's doing pretty well. So don't <laughs> let that reasoning scare you. And uh, there has been some sleepers from the mountain West, uh, like you said, in the last couple of years. So um, there you go. And uh, my non NFL bet, going back to the links, shout out to uh co-host who's out there uh, giving some info for the TV viewers out there. I'm going to pick Sung Jay and, uh, or Abraham answer to win this weekend. Um, Sungjae is currently the leader through two days, and uh, answer I think is sitting at ten under. So Sungjae's at eleven. Um, Sungjae, I mean, I've given him out as a winner on here before with the Masters, and he didn't really get to play. And uh, him and Answer both are two of the top ten players in the world that are outside of the U.S. And uh, this course kind of fits their their shots, the way they. They hit the ball. So as long as they keep making putts, one of them will win. So, but I like Sungjae more. All right. Lock them in. Lastly here, we have our top prop bets of the weekend. Uh, what do you got, Kurt? 
I got a Josh Allen over 305 and a half passing yards. That's a minus 112. And then I also got another fun one that includes all the games. I got all four quarterbacks over 1,200 yards passing. So pretty much averaging, each of them averaging 300 yards. Quick little math. So 1,200 quick. divided by four, 300. Yeah, quick Whoa. math right there. See that? Wow. So uh, that one's minus yards. 120. But uh, yeah, those, those are mine. Cody? I have uh, Aaron Jones over 87 and a half total yards. Um, we've seen big plays out of him consistently. Uh, so he can go get 60 on one play and then uh, the rest of the game just chip away at that. That's all but, uh, yards? Yeah, all total. Yeah. Oh, he should easily get that. Yeah. So uh, I like that one. And um, I'm going to go back to the well on the Josh Allen rushing touchdown. It's going to happen at some point, and it's only a half. So um, I think because they really don't have a true run game, and especially in the red zone, he adds versatility and uh, a dynamic to their offense like that. Uh, last week, it almost or the first week it almost happened when he threw that little push pass to Knox. So um, they use him down there. Um, but I'm going to go opposite two of his uh, Kurtz over. I'm going to go under 300. Um, 300 is a lot, especially in the playoff game and the way Josh Allen's been throwing the ball. I just don't see it. All right. For me, I have Chris Godwin scoring a touchdown. Uh, I think he's going to be their top threat this week with Evans getting mostly guarded by Jair Alexander who doesn't give up many yards or touchdowns as it is I think that Brady will definitely be utilizing Godwin he was thrown to him last week he had that drop um, that long pass Um, definitely I think that if the Bucs are going to have any chance of winning they're going to need Godwin to get going Uh, maybe Gronk this week maybe it's a Gronk's week that he he comes back but I do think that they will be scoring in this game. And I think if they are going to have any chance to win, they need Godwin. So just bank on it. Take it to the bank. All right. We've been, uh, our picks have been pretty hot. So yeah, not to jinx anything. No, no, just, just giving you the facts. Yeah. That's a straight facts, homie. All right. Facts. Lastly here, we got the quacks. Uh, sadly, we don't have a quack. Kurt's running behind. He's trying to get it going here, but <laughs> Cody, you want to start off here? Yeah, we got to give a shout out to uh, Blaze Pizza employee down at Huntington Beach, uh, Raymond. <laughs> um, this guy is now in. <laughs> this guy's entered the top five uh, restaurant employee list. Uh, probably number two, right behind Drinkmaster, because yeah, Drinkmaster is one of the all-time greatest. Yeah. But yeah, Raymond. Uh, you know, at Blaze Pizza, they ask you for your name, so I decided to have a little fun, and I said LeBron, and he the straight was face. Uh, straight face so I said LeBron and he kind of looked at me he's like what and uh then he told all the other employees and they were all laughing and Raymond's got to be an employee of the month there that guy was doing everything and he had a whole bunch of pins on his hat he's like so. Ohio State with the, the, with the stickers <laughs> <laughs> he, had, he had like a Justin Fields helmet he was loaded <laughs> loaded. He was loaded with pins he just he was pin trading in Cooperstown <laughs> he's Trading at their uh, their little mix yeah. with pyology and <laughs> yeah. So uh, next time I go to Blaze, my name will be Raymond. Um, sorry for whatever future employee that is. His name is like on his hat too. It wasn't even like on his. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, yeah. He had an extra pin with his name tag up there. 
And then I got another duck here for Mark. Uh, Mark had some Indian food the day before uh, the games last week and uh, trying to explain it to me and um, he had some chicken tampoon. <laughs> what was he trying to say? Uh, he's trying to say tandoor. Oh, tandoor. Nice. All right, Mark. Shout out, Mark. The thing is, is in that tampoon. All right, Kurt. Um, mine is just kind of the same as last week. Just our freaking golf round that we had this week. Uh, we had some some commotion, you know. Every one of us always has something going on. Uh, I was making some stupid decisions. <laughs> I should probably not be a cart driver anymore. <laughs> um. Hey, Kyle, I, tell me if you've heard this before. Kurt's stupid decision while driving. Yep, plenty of time. <laughs> no, so me and Mark are sitting there by the green, and all of a sudden we just hear a loud, like, boom, and you guys are stuck in the freaking sand, <laughs> in the bunker. Drove the cart straight into the bunker. But I did go through two bunkers. <laughs> One and a half successfully. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we just always have a good time, and there's always funny – Bunch of tomfoolery, but it's good tomfoolery. Good thing it wasn't on the fleet. Yeah, yeah. I got to piggyback off golf. I mine this shout out Corey. Hopefully he hears this part. Freaking Los Serranos, thirteen hole. Well, first off, have the snack bar after nine holes. Come on, after nine is when you're ready <laughs> for the for the hot dog. So thirteen is a little late. So they at thirteen, and they're uh, card only, which is okay. That's fine. Then they charge you to use your card when you can't use cash. 75 cents extra for the freaking glizzy when you can't use cash. How stupid is that? Like, okay, just charge card, but you're going to charge us extra and not give us an alternative? Like AMPM, okay, well, I'll tip them myself. AMPM, they let you use cash. They don't just make you pay the 35 cent fee. Do you think uh... The people running the snack bar are just scamming you. Like, do they think the people at the clubhouse nope. even know, or are they just collecting it's, it's extra money? The menu. It does say all tips and tip is included. Yeah. So, shout out Los Serranos there, and then also here's a uh, another. I uh, everyone had to have seen this Lions new coach Dan Campbell. This guy's dope. <laughs> this guy's dope. He's gonna bite off kneecaps and get down. Bite off another kneecap. Get back up the third time. Bite off a kneecap. So shout out the Lions are a wagon. Lines that old I'm dolphin. sure the referees are going to be ready for this kneecap <laughs> penalty, man. Yeah. So let's, let's see. It's going to be interesting what players they sign because there could be a couple scary guys out there that you don't want to see. <laughs> the Dalvin kid coming back? <laughs> the dude. Dan Campbell, the dude. This guy is uh, – he was the Dolphins interim coach after uh, Joe Philbin, and uh, we won his first game. We blew out the Texans. I think we scored 45 points in the first half. So uh, week one might be a good Lions day. Yeah, will be uh, interesting. So I think that's all we got. Uh, you guys got anything else? Uh, we already got the Super Bowl referees announced. So uh, stay tuned for those next week. Stay tuned. That's going to be big, big. Kurt, any last thoughts? BNB. What does that mean? Did you say PNB? BNB. Oh, BB, Super Bowl picks. Bucks and Bills. Yep. Bills. Airbnb uh, Super Bowl. Shout out uh, Big Jake for the songs again. Oh, yeah. Sure. Uh, <laughs> 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 Deuces.